Hey sci-fi fans, this is Michael Welch from the Twilight Films and the upcoming sci-fi series Z Nation, and you are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott, Miles, and Anna. Your table is ready. Live long and prosper. This is the captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Welcome to Sci-Fi Diner Conversations. This is the episode of Jen. Hi, Jen. Uh, hi, Jen. Um, anyways, I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening, I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. And M, unfortunately, is not feeling real good tonight. So she is not with us, but she sends her love and she misses all of you very much. And she can't wait to be your hostess the next time you come and dine with us here at the diner. So M's taking a sick day. Yeah, sick day. And you, oh, you got to take sick days sometimes. Sure. And it feels like we've taken sick days. We've, it's been a month since we recorded a listener feedback episode. But we still have lots of feedback, a lot of sci-fi goodness, some new shows that have been starting back up, some shows have been closing down for the season. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. And, 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 the, and we got a lot of feedback from Jen. That's why we're titling this. Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, the episode of Jen. Mm-hmm. But it won't be all about Jen. We have some other people that have chimed in, and we have some of our own thoughts about some of the things we're watching. Oh, yeah. Sci-Fi Diner, Sci-Fi Diner Conversations, this is all about the stuff you're watching, the stuff we're watching. And if you don't want spoilers, please um, tune in after you watch these shows. So we'll give you a heads up when we're talking. But. This is where we spoil what we're watching. We do, we do. Uh, Miles... 500 likes, that, 500 people mm-hmm. have come and stayed at the diner. That's awesome. Yeah. And so that's Facebook lights, like lights, probably lights too, but mm-hmm. likes uh, on Facebook. Thank you so much. We are going to be giving away some prizes because of all of you that have joined Facebook and we have some good loot that we'll be posting in the upcoming days that you'll be, you'll want to make sure that you check out. Y- yes. Uh, we've had some loot from the past few cons we've been at. Um, and uh, just and, and the last con we got, we got some you know really good oh, loot. Some really good loot that we're going to share. It's going to oh, yeah. be nice. It's gonna y- be nice. You're going you're to love it, folks. And so, in celebration of 500 likes, yes, yes, we're uh, I'm just extra. Gonna, the only hand we'll give is RDA. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, we have our we have our Zogpod app. We have an app in App Store, and you can also support us by checking out our Amazon links on this on, on any of the show notes, and that would be a great way to just support us. Oh yeah, here. Well, let's chat about what's going on in our sci-fi world. And let's talk about M first. Because she's not here and can't defend herself, it's a great way, to, great time to talk about M and how much we <coughs> love her. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she recently appeared on a episode of Geeks Radio. And um, basically, the description of this episode, and I'll put a link in the show notes, it is... The Sci-Fi Diner podcast, M. Sierra Garcia, stops by for discussion on Romulans, cosplay, shuttlecrafts, invention, and the captain's mast. All right. Uh, listen now to a new Trek off. I'm sure there's a double entendre in there with the captain's mast. Um, but they did talk a little bit about uh, language 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, and uh, it's kind of interesting. I think this is more of a uh, R-rated podcast is my understanding. Have you ever listened to Geek Off? I have Geek not. Radio? I can't say that I have. No. All right. But anyway, Geeks Radio, she stopped in, visited them. I'll put the link in the show notes. So mm-hmm. there's them. She also wants you to know that, uh, well, I'll give this a little bit later on uh, when we talk about Jen's little email, but she's going to New York Comic Con that's coming up. So if you're interested in hooking up with her, just chat with her on the Facebook and it'll be there. But your sci-fi world, Miles? My sci-fi world. Uh, what is going on in Miles' science fiction fantasy universe? Well, uh, I've recently finished reading a Stargate novel, the latest one in the series. So um, there's some good there's some good Stargate uh, if you can't get it on on TV anymore, but um, they're still pumping out novels. Is this continuing the missions, or are these stories that kind of like fill in the gaps? Both. Um, this novel that you read was this was more of like filling in the gaps. Okay. So this this tick this takes place just before the episode. There's an episode in, in Stargate SG One where um, uh, O'Neill um, takes something from Matolin and then. He gets busted, and, and it, but it's 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 where he he is trying to weed out. There's people on Earth trying to steal alien technology, and so they, they explore some of this is kind of like a prequel to that episode. Uh, so that, that was an enjoyable novel. Uh, I just re- re- read uh, the second book in the Seeker series, written by our friends Dayton Ward and Kevin Dillmore. Dayton and Dillmore, mm-hmm. that's right. And um, going through Under the Dome, um, I, I I hadn't watched the last few episodes because we switched our. Cable boxes, not cable company, but we got a new cable box. I had to re, you know, set my recordings for all our shows again. I forgot about Under the Dome, and so there's like three or four episodes I haven't seen yet. So I'm, I'm I have one more episode, and I'm caught up with Under the Dome yet. And I gotta say, they, they they did improve a lot this season. I mean, I know it dragged in season one, but in this one, there's always something happening to advance the plot. And um, so I, I kudos to them for making you know making this season two a lot, a lot better. Um, Doctor Who, uh, I, I know there's not, there's some people have expressed their lack of love for the new doctor, but, uh, I'm liking him. He, he's, he's really growing on me. Capaldi, Capaldi. We're going to talk about Doctor Who and I'm, I I agree. I, I'm liking the season. I'm enjoying it. I know some people are ambivalent, but Mm -hmm. there's especially like the, the episode listen. I love that episode. There were just, there were just some good episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. The whole dynamic between uh, Clara and her new boyfriend, and this last episode, I guess we'll talk about more. I thought that was interesting between the three of them. Though. Yes, absolutely, mm-hmm. and him kind of getting in the loop. Yes, so it was kind of uh, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I'm waiting for our new shows to come back. I'm looking forward to the Flash. Um, that 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 that's that that's new. Um, Look forward to when Arrow comes back. Uh, I I have not seen Gotham yet. I I do have the two two of the shows recorded on my DVR, and uh, I heard good things about it. I, me too. My students are saying, "Oh, Gotham! Did you watch?" They know I like sci-fi because I have it all over my room, and mm-hmm. they're just like, "I'm like, no, I only watch one TV show." <laughs> but, oh, I, I should say I watched uh, the last uh, Agents of Shield. I thought that the um, the season premiere that was very good. Um, if we yeah. get, uh, the, I think we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Good because. Um, the, the opening was just fantastic. Good. Well, I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. Because I'm not watching it right now. Okay. <laughs> but it was just fine. So for me, my sci-fi world, um, well, let's talk about some non-sci-fi stuff. My Skype account got hacked. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I mean, and it got hacked in such a way that whoever hacked it ran up $175 in charges on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Skype shut it down. 
They, they like, and, and I can't reactivate it because I don't remember stuff like, well, when did you first have your Skype account? I don't know what month and year I had it. I mean, I've had it forever. Right. It's been a forever. And so I haven't really pursued it. I, and, and they don't have a phone number you can call, ironically. Uh, their phone uh, service, but there's no phone. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a VoIP and they, didn't, they don't have actual phone service. And I guess because they don't want me calling Luxembourg. I don't know, mm-hmm. which is where they're from. And there's something else I couldn't verify because I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. So I don't own, like, I own, the only thing that bugs me is I own the Scott.Herzog Mm-hmm. Skype. Uh, so if you have a Skype and you get any messages from me, I'm not sending them because I obviously don't have control of that Skype account right now. I did get all my money back. Uh, PayPal was awesome. Good. Yeah, they were very good to me. Uh, well, on the plus side, I get the did get the iPhone six, and no, it did not bend. My iPhone six is not part of Ben Gate. I uh, I you know I I got just a regular six. I think it's the plus that it did it more with, but mm-hmm. and I didn't go with the plus because I'm a runner and I just can't imagine strapping such a large phone on my arm when I go running. Yeah. So I just you know I'm running with the iPhone six and it's wonderful. I like it. It works great. Good. It feels a bit weird. It's thin. It's light. So even thinner than the than the five. Oh yeah. And the yeah. five the five I thought was very yeah, thin. It was thin, but this is this is thinner. And you know the only the only part that bugs me a little bit is. I loved the four. Was it four point five screen? I think is what it is. Is that mm-hmm. what ours is? Um, the four point seven feels large. I my thumb. I like the, the ability that my thumb could reach all over that screen. Mm-hmm. Now the, the top half to quarter of an inch of that screen, my thumb can't reach because it's bigger. It's bigger. Hmm. It's like the TARDIS, bigger in the ins- no, it's not. But it's it's just. I like it. I'm glad I got it. Mm-hmm. But it there are some things. There are some drawbacks to it. Okay. But and that's. Maybe a small thing. But anyways, uh, regarding what's going sci-fi wise, I'm watching only Doctor Who. Um, and uh, that's all I really am making time for right now in my life. That may change, but I'm training for a marathon. So that eats hours out of my day. And mm-hmm. we're uh, my son and I are playing in Pokemon tournaments and we have Philly regionals this weekend. And so we're doing that. And um, and that's kind of fun. But that, that takes time for my sci-fi watching, which I'm fine with. I am reading Wheel of Time, book eight, enjoying that. And that's really what's going on in my sci-fi world. I'm I'm enjoying the, you know, Randolph Thor, you know. It's just, um, it's just a very good uh, book. And there's characters that resonate with me. No, I forgot to say, I, um, I'm also watching Z-Con, um, that, the new zombie series on the Sci-Fi Channel Friday nights. Yeah. Z-Nation. Uh, Z-Nation. Yeah, Z-Con's uh, a movie that that's uh, com- Michael Dockin. We, we, we have uh, people. Right. M's uh, in it. M's in it, and but uh, Z Nation. And so are you, Miles? There's an actor playing me, for I understand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, which which I'll be interested in seeing. Um, but uh, Z Nation, um, we we talked with Michael Welch uh, back at uh, Shoreleave, and um, he told us a little about it, and I'm enjoying that too. It's 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 definitely a different vibe than uh, Walking Dead. I mean, it, it has zombies, but if you're looking for something a little, I mean, this is zombies, but if you're looking for something a little lighthearted and maybe a little more comical. This this will be up your uh, alley then. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move into our first piece of listener feedback tonight. And this actually is an email from Jen. And do you want to read this email? We're going to start with this. Uh, this is the episode of Jen. You're going to hear a lot of Jen tonight. But she wrote in, and I thought this was a good question. It was kind of geared toward us, but um, maybe some of you also can chime in. She's going to New York Comic Con, so she's looking forward to seeing M there. Mm-hmm. And David Moulton, who's also been on our podcast, will also be there. Oh, good for him. Yeah, so, but she has a question. 
Go ahead, Miles. I was just wondering, a semi-personal type question about the New York Comic Con. I just noticed they are posted the cast of The Walking Dead on Saturday that thankfully I'll be going to. I was just wondering how or would they do a photo op with them as well or would they just do the panel? I know I don't have a press pass or anything like that. I, I didn't know if uh, Emma's doing any of the, those because it's been a while since I, I went to this. It was 2010, and it was last time, and I wasn't even sure how I would be able to get to near any of these people. I really just want to get uh, photo ops with uh, like Stephen Amell from Arrow and Jason David Frank. I also like to get one with Norman Reedus if anybody from Walking Dead cast. My life will be complete, LOL. I wish they sold the photo ops online and can make these things much easier. And I don't know if it was uh, possible, if, 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 me, if there's me place M was planning on, on being anywhere, if you guys were having a booth. So maybe it could be possibly meet at. It's not too awkward for anyone. J just curious how to handle the Comic-Con. Sincerely, Jen from Long Island, New York. Well, there, there, these are some great questions. And I, I, I don't have all the answers to this. Mm -hmm. And we will not, I will tell you, we will not have a booth there, at least not this year. Um, we have in other years, but M will be there representing us. My understanding is she is going, mm -hmm. and she just said to me again, "Let let her know on the Facebook if any of you are going. She would love to hook up with meet with you." And so, sure. uh, Jen, I think she would love to certainly hook up. And as far as photo ops go, I don't know. I haven't heard like comic cons like that doing photo ops. Like when we go to like um, when I think of photo ops, I think of. Oh, you pay 30 bucks, get your picture with Shatner, or it's probably more like 100 bucks, get your picture with Shatner. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if, uh, like, the the main Comic-Cons do those sort of photo ops. Yes, I, I, I've i never been to one of those. That's, that's an excellent question. I mean, I, I know... It would certainly be limited. I mean, think about, I mean, the size com we go to, and they uh, sell out those photo ops. Exactly, and you figure there's going to be thousands of people at New York Comic-Con. I mean, I don't know... If if they if if they do, Jen, I would you know maybe look for a phone number you can call uh, somebody to talk to at New York Comic Con. Um, probably let, email too. Email because something like that would probably sell out fast, like you said. Um, I know for we go to Shore Leave and, and Farpoint. I mean, when they do the the uh, they'll do the professional done pictures. They run between you know between fifty and seventy five dollars depending on who the guest is. And then you have, and then some of the guests will do for like 10, 20 bucks at their autograph table. Um, not sure what, what New York Comic Con is doing. That's a whole different animal. It is. It is. And, um, but if you go this year, you can let us know. And if any of you do go to New York Comic Con and can call in or write in and inform us, we'll share this information with Jen on Facebook. Cause by the time we record again, it'll be New York Comic Con right. soon. Mm -hmm. So. I forget what weekend that is, but it's in October sometime. But, but thank you, Jen, for uh, for sharing. So we we have got to talk a little bit about the uh, about the, the new Doctor Who. So you mentioned earlier on that you are loving Peter Capaldi. Oh yeah, I think he's great. W what about Peter Capaldi? And we don't we'll talk episodes here in a little bit. But what about Peter Capaldi? Is saying that is a good Doctor. I'm, you know, I, I've liked the other doctors, and his, his personality is definitely different from, say, Tennant or um, uh, Matt Smith. Um, they seemed a little more approachable, um, you know, doctors. I mean, Capaldi reminds me a little bit of Eccleston. Eccleston is a little more, um, 
maybe a little more prickly. And so, and, and, and Capaldi is definitely prickly. I mean, he, he, uh, he's, he's kind of got this, this crotchety old man thing going mm. and, and, and he's a Brit and which is, which is a bonus. So, I mean, so it's, he, but it's just funny. I mean, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be friends with the guy, but it, I still enjoy watching him though. He, he, right. he he's, I mean, I, I, lo- I love the little, you know, you the, kind of the, this, this pissing contest between him and Robin Hood that one episode. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, Robin Hood kept calling him an old man, and you know, um, they were trying to always one up on each other, and so it was it was just it was funny just watching them two try to you know one up each other, um, and the way he he treated uh, Clara's boyfriend. I mean, PE. Yeah, Pete, you know, he's like, I'm a math teacher because I, I just can't, you math, I just can't, you know. Army math. You know, I mean, they're not smart enough. It's, no, no. I mean, you, you know, you're yanking my chain here. I mean, it's just. Uh, that was funny. It, I mean, I, I would hate it if he did to me, but it was just funny watching him do it. And um, and he's he's, tell, he's telling uh, uh, Pink that, you know, Pink saying, is anything I do? He goes, yes, this is very important. Stay out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, which. Pink actually ends up saving the day, I right? Mean. And he kind of in. Um, there was this whole theme going on with Pink and Clara about honesty. Like the past episode was that, and this this episode is that. Like you can tell when people aren't telling him the truth, he kind of has this second sight, and he's struggling. Like either they're, they're together, but mm-hmm. he doesn't trust her one hundred percent because of all the lies she's told to kind of. Hide this, uh, yeah, and that's really what this episode is was kind of about was this coming clean with pink, right? Um, you know, I don't know, I feel like on Facebook, the people I'm following, people are kind of ambivalent or just aren't connecting with the doctor. But for me, I agree, I am enjoying Doctor Who. The story is great. I'm more into Doctor Who this season than I was in the middle of last season. Mm-hmm. Even though I like Michael uh, Matt, Matt, Michael Smith, Matt, different say, a singer, not, not <laughs> but Matt Smith. I love Matt Smith Doctor, and I love Doctor Who. And I did watch it. Even some of the episodes were a bit weaker in that season. I feel that this the, this season has kind of revived it. The new the new blood, the the new tension between the Doctor and Clara, and and even the stories. I mean, I. I like the bank heist. The bank heist was great. Bank heist was great. Um, um, and it looks like we're going to see one of those characters back on this moon episode that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, at least it looked that way from the images. But I love the bank heist. I loved Listen, the monsters under the bed. I thought that was a very creative and inventive right. way of handling it. And so, so, and in this episode with this uh, killer robot on the loose. Uh, was kind of secondary to the main storyline, which is trying to bring Pink into the uh, family. Into the family, it mm-hmm. almost reminds me a little bit of Rose and um, uh, who was the guy's name? Rory. No, Not Rory. Oh, Roy, yeah. Roy was with um, uh, Pond. 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 Mm-hmm. Pond. No, but this is uh, Rose and whatever her boyfriend was. The I, first season. Yeah, uh, and him being brought to the fold was kind of the same thing. Not was it Niles? Oh, oh it wasn't Niles. Uh, maybe it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's Who's fans out there screaming. Yeah, you're not really Whovians. You can't be. But anyways, I am enjoying. I am enjoying this season. I, I am too. I like what he did with the TARDIS. He remodeled it somewhat. I mean, uh, 
yeah. the, the inside, of course, and uh, looks a little more technological. The, 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 one, the last one, little, little more, was a little more steampunk. Uh, this one looks a little, you know. Well, this season's great. I mean, you start out the season with a dinosaur in London. Come on. Oh yeah, you just can't beat it. You can dinosaur a T Rex in London. Yeah, and, and and Doctor Who speaking uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's great, right? I mean, come on. And, and just you know, watching this older guy having to do the, some of this crazy stuff that his younger, um, um, you know, contemporaries did before. Um, I mean, he's jumping off bridges into the water, and um, so. I'm liking it so far. I'm, I look forward to when when I see a new one on the on the DVR. And uh, um, I guess if I'm not mistaken, I mean Clara won't be. This might be the only se- last season with Clara on it. Yeah, that's my understanding is that she will uh, bow out. So mm-hmm. and uh, so we will have a new companion. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering when they brought that uh, the the black girl in on the uh, at the very end of this current episode if they were going to play with the idea of her being a future companion the one that up chucks in the i know that was funny it was funny because oh another spill or clean up in aisle three or whatever it was that he said and uh i thought for a moment that she might be a future one what i thought was funny in that what their interaction together was great too i mean you know she, she comes into the shop she sees the t- you know the, the the tardis in there and and, and what she says something about she's she's a bad influence or something, and, yeah. and and he thought that was he said something very affirming about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. I, I I've been liking it. Um. Ho- hopefully it'll still. Hopefully other people are still liking it too. Yeah. I, you know. I I think people are kind of in a wait and see mode. Right. Because sometimes doctors take just a little bit to catch on to people. I mean, they, we, they've had Matt Smith for, for th- what, three or four seasons? Yeah, Tenet was three or four seasons. I mean, they, I mean, so we had some doctors that had some long runs and had time to develop. And I think that shifting from doctor to doctor, sometimes it's hard for people. Right. And this is such a radical departure from... Yeah, you went, we, went, we went much older. I mean, David, I mean, uh, Matt Smith, I mean, he, he's younger than David Tennant, but Tennant was still very youthful. Yeah. So it wasn't, I, I mean, there... They weren't. There wasn't that much huge a departure, but definitely a huge, much larger departure between uh, Smith and uh, Capaldi. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and listen to. Uh, we got a voicemail. We got two actually, and I think we're going to split these up. Uh, but let's listen to Jen from New York. She called in to give us some of her thoughts about things that she is into right now. So this is Jen from New York. Hey, this is Jen from uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, I know it's been a while since I last called in, and I figured I wanted to call in and, you know, discuss, like, the good and bad of the summer shows I've been watching and enjoying, and some not so much. Uh, what I want to start out with is uh, Falling Skies. I've been really enjoying that one. And, you know, as we all found out, that it's getting its actual final season that we actually have to wait until next summer to get to see it. And I'm like saying, what? We have to wait that long to get to see what happens to them in the final season. I'm like, you know, that's a pretty long wait to have to wait for. So, but I'm like, I'm hoping that in the end that the, you know, I was really happy with the way how uh, Lexi kind of turned out in the end, finally. How she finally came back to the human side because she got scared about, you know, what the, you know, as Finny, whatever they call it, the aliens what their actual plans were for her, and that she wasn't just about, you know, the bringer of peace, 
but more like the bringer of destruction kind of thing, near weapon. So I'm hoping that in the end she does come back somehow, maybe, and like becomes like, you know, the weapon for the humans to be able to destroy all the aliens out there, maybe. That would be a cool way to, because I can only see it ending in a, in a big, huge final battle, and maybe Lex can save Tom somehow. That's how I would like to see it end. And anyway, and as for another show I've been enjoying, actually, really, too, is Under the Dome. Um, like, you know, it's funny. Somebody else on another podcast had mentioned that, uh, you know, it reminded them that, it reminded them that like, they, if they thought about it as a B-movie, you know, it would be kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, it kind of works that way, too. You know, I'm thinking it kind of makes it a little, you know, more enjoyable, I think, that way, too, sometimes. Because it is kind of one of those, like, weird, quirky, campy, and, you know, one of those shows you're not exactly sure where they're going because they keep killing people off. Just, like, two people I really kind of liked on the show was, like, Angie and the sheriff. You know, the female sheriff there. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I actually have to go back and watch another episode that I actually cut, think I missed. Or just don't remember something. Because in this week's episode, I was like, all of a sudden, like, how did uh, Barbie and uh, all the other ones show up back in the dome when they escaped? And, uh, you know, he was telling the other girl who, like, you know, was dead, like, supposedly dead, like, 30 years ago, but the dome brought her back. That's like the protector of the egg kind of thing. And, you know, we find out that somehow, but when Barbie must have had a vision in the last episode they missed, that uh, she turned out to be his long-lost, you know, he never knew he had a half-sister like that. So I was just going, okay, when did this happen? I guess I must have missed it. And it's funny, too, for me that I must take a couple of things, like on Monday nights. It's a busy night for me. And, uh, you know, for some reason, my DVR kept missing to tape it after a couple of times. I'm like, oh, it's amazing. And iTunes doesn't even have it on iTunes yet. So it's kind of like how Person of Interest was. This is another show that's not sci-fi, but you know, for a long time, iTunes didn't have it. So I guess like CBS must have a stronghold on some most of their shows. Seems like, but uh, so I had to watch Under the Dome on demand a couple of times there. But at least thank goodness they had it on there, so I could watch it. Anyway, but I mean, all in all, I've been pretty much enjoying it, and like as I said. Seeing where it goes from here, we don't know. <laughs> and uh, another show I would like to discuss is also I've been really enjoying, and you know, it's like it's always hard when like a new person jumps into the Doctor Who, you know, part. As in uh, Peter Capaldi there, that's the new Doctor, and it's funny too. I was actually watching the uh, BBC America's version of the Three Musketeers recently, and I actually had my parents watching it with me as well. And I kept saying to them, I go, it's going to be really hard for me to see, like, you know, this guy playing the new Doctor Who after seeing him playing the bad guy as the Cardinal in this show. I actually think he did a better job as the bad guy, actually, as the Cardinal in The Three Musketeers. So I'm like, so it made him, like, seem more darker to me than, like, Matt Smith or, you know, David, you know, Tennant actually were. And that was hard, too, because they were all, like, some of my favorites. And it kind of reminded me of, like, how, like, season nine, you know, the ninth Doctor was, uh, Chris Eccleston, I think his name was. And, uh, you know, and I, I, 
and also with the discussion that you guys were having about like, you know, how far do these shows actually go between being a family-friendly show or to the point where it gets too raunchy and, you know, too much like, you know, how else would you put it, like sex-involved scenes, you know, that makes it like not watchable for kids. You know, like shows like, you know, as much as I love them, it's true blood, you know, and even Game of Thrones, everybody tries to compete with. And, you know, that always makes it hard for me, too, because I've watched True Blood, and that always got really raunchy there, but it also had every supernatural creature you could possibly think of in that show that I liked so much. And, uh, so that kind of made it okay for me, I guess. But, uh, it also was kind of, like, somehow imaginary to me. I know, it's kind of weird. But the same thing goes with, like, Doctor Who. I mean, that was always, like, when it first came out in the 50s or 60s, whenever it first started, it was supposed to be actually a kid's show. And to me, I always thought that was, like, really, like, amazing. It was so fantastical and smart, you know, and and so cool. And I say to myself, wow, this is a kid's show in, in England, you know? And so it's kind of like, oh, okay, now, you know? And we've had certain things, like, in the you know, innuendos in the past, like, especially with Captain Jack, and I loved John Barrowman as Captain Jack, he was awesome, you know, and it was okay for him, like, you know, be the way he was, I didn't care, you know, as long as there was, like, you know, action and a mystery about him, I guess, that way, too. Same thing goes with, like, uh, Madame Baxter and Jenny situation now that I see, and it's causing some, uh, you know, uh, controversy there, I guess. Oh, I guess they were supposed to have some sort of kissing scene, I would imagine. You know, and there was some little, like, you know, romantic flirtation, I think, between them two. And she was like, when Jenny thought that uh, Madame Baxter was, like, painting her. You know, but she was actually, like, just, uh, you know, going over, like, you know, what was going on. And, you know, the situation with the dinosaur, I would imagine that. So, you know, it's like, that part, that stuff was cute. I mean, it's also like, you know, for me, I guess the relationships to stay that way kind of thing. You know, a little flirtatious, a little fun. You know, that's, that's fine to me. You know, I'm like, as long as it's like, because you know, I, really, I, you know, I don't know how many kids, I mean, I'm sure a lot of kids in England watch it and hear too. So, I mean, how much they understand of the world today, I don't know. I mean, even I don't understand the world today sometimes. What could we do? But, uh, you know, I, I actually really enjoyed Madame Factory and Jenny. I thought they were awesome, you know. Especially the way they kicked butt there in the, uh, little sword fighting scene there. And Strax is, is hysterical, too. So, I'm like, oh, and, you know, I, I still think, you know. Because also another show I would like to talk about, too, that kind of disappointed me was Defiance, actually. I was really disappointed in that show the past couple of times watching it. And for me to stop watching a certain show is like, wow, really? Because most of the time I am loyal to the very end, whether good or bad. That's just me. You know, I always give, like, you know, shows a shadow of, the, of doubt, you know, until I'm like, I can't take it on anymore or something like that. And for some reason, uh, Defiance just kind of turned me off when they were trying too hard to be like, you know, that there was too much, you know, sex involved. And I kept saying, this is definitely not getting to be like, kid-friendly to me. 
So, and you know, and and I think also like I was getting kind of annoyed with all the nano storylines too for some reason. I don't know, like that turned me off too with Revolution, I guess. Even though I watched that till the very end. So there was a couple episodes where I kind of actually stopped watching it. Because so, I really liked Nolan there too. And I'm like, I just didn't like the Iris's the way how she was getting in the in the show for some reason. So, and I, and I also thought I heard too that the... Uh, I, I, I don't know, am I wrong? Then maybe I heard that the show got cancelled, maybe? Because uh, I haven't seen anything else, you know, saying that it has or not. But uh, if it hasn't, then like, I also read that Linda Hamilton was going to be on it, so it might just pull me back into the show if that's the case, because she's always awesome. So, you know, what can we do here? Anyway, I'm like, uh... Hopefully I didn't rattle on too much here. And I'm like also looking forward to the new shows starting up soon. Like Haven. Um, Sleepy Hollow. Gotham. Arrow. Flash. Uh, the 100 I really enjoyed. Supernatural of course is my fave. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help myself. And uh, I'm also looking forward to the New York Comic Con in October. There's a bunch of interesting acts coming in there. <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about what Jen talked about. And she has a lot of good stuff that she brought up and mm -hmm. uh, a little bit long of a voicemail, but that's fine. I, some good content here to talk about. And let's just run down through these in order. So Falling Skies, she loved it. And what she is hoping for at the end of next season, the final season, is that there's a big, huge, all-out battle between <laughs> the remnants of humanity and the aliens. And Lexi comes in and saves the day. What do you think about that, Miles, since you're watching the show? It, 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 well, I, I think that's probably close to where they are heading. When we saw the last season, Tom Mason and Lexi took, took one of the Ashvini ships and were going to the moon uh, because okay. um, they, haven't, they haven't landed on the moon yet, but um, they were going to go to the moon and, and, and destroy. The, the Ashvini have this Wi-Fi power source. And that's where it's coming from. So they're they're going there to do that. So we'll see see what happens there. Um, I think we talked about this before. I think next season is its last season. It is. It's the final season. So um, yeah, I'm sure whatever it'll be a big battle, whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about what you said? Watching Under the Dome works well if you think about it being a B B movie, <laughs> like a little bit quirky, campy. Um, and apparently people have escaped the dome and now are back in the dome. Right. Yeah. So, uh, tell me how that's happening. Cause I, again, I stopped watching it for four episodes mm -hmm. of the first season. So, well, it, it's kind of soap, soap opera in a way. I mean, they, they've killed off. So now we got a B movie soap opera. Got it. Yeah. They, 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 well, they've killed off <laughs> I'm being sold in the show already. No, I'm just kidding. Well, they, they've, they've, they've killed off a lot of characters since, since season one and other people have kind of stepped up, um, there, there's there's a science teacher. She she's become a very important character in the show now. Uh, the dome has resurrected this girl named Melanie. As far as soap opera, she she was dead 25 years ago, um, but uh, she's um, she's become important, and, and we find out she's um, Barbie's half sister. Um, so that's where the, kind of the soap opera part. We th we, we we thought. Um, Big Jim's wife, uh, Junior's mom, was dead. Uh, she's not dead. 
Um, she faked her own death uh, because she had to get. She she tried to. She thought she could prevent the dome. You from can happening. do anything in television these days, especially science fiction. I mean, yeah. death is such a relative term. I know it's never permanent. No, of, of course not. So, <laughs> so B movie soap opera. Yeah, I mean, you, you, there there is some of that. In saying that, it's still you're still. You said earlier that this season was better. Oh, much better. Yes. So, in spite of all those things, it might sound like we're dogging on it. But these aren't necessarily bad things for this for this TV show. Oh, I'm, I'm, I don't say that dog that in any way. I mean, I, I think they've it, it it was kind of moving too slow in, in season one, and they they they've think things have progressed a lot. There's always something happening at the end of the you know, so. Um, but I, I have a feeling they may have only maybe one or two more seasons left to to wrap the story up. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Doctor Who. You, you notice. You, we, we made the comparison Capaldi to Eccleson, right? Right. And she drew the same comparison that he's, he's, a, he's a little bit darker like Eccleson was, a little bit more uh, removed, right. maybe is a way of mm-hmm. saying that. Um, and I was surprised. I didn't know this, and I can't verify this, but Jen said that initially Doctor Who was meant to be a kid's show, which I did not know in the 60s. Yeah, I, I didn't either. So I uh, don't know if that's right or wrong, and maybe other listeners can chime in. But she she said it was a kid's show. I thought it was kind of interesting. Hmm. And she did bring in a point. I just kind of made a note. I said, is innuendo always bad mm-hmm. in a TV show? Mm-hmm. What do you think? It Well, if, if you use it too much, it is. I mean, because it, it, I think it, it just gets ridiculous. Um, and when I, it's over the top or when it becomes distracting to maybe the storyline. Right. I mean, you, is that where you would kind of argue it? If, 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 if it's used occasionally for, for humor, it's not a bad thing. Uh, but if it's used, you know, if it's used way too much, then it, then it becomes distracting. And then, it's kind of a wink, wink, nod, nod. When adults are watching the show with kids, kids don't necessarily pick up on it, but, um, yeah. Um, it has to. It has to be. It, it needs to be clever. It, it, it shouldn't be, you know, just just really out there. I mean, if it, to, to be effective. Yeah. It, no, I hear you. I hear you. And I, you know, I thought that okay, we talked about that first episode, but I didn't feel since then that we've had so much of that. It was just kind of the opening episode to the season where I sensed that we had a lot of that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the, the past couple episodes, I didn't. I mean, it, there might be some there, but it's just not quite the same. If there was, it went over my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. Miles didn't catch the innuendo, so we're all good. We're all good. <laughs> right. Because he's a moral police. I'm just kidding. He's not. Um, so disappointed by Defiance. My understanding is you like Defiance, right? I, I, I enjoy Defiance, but, I, I, Jen, I hear what you're saying. This is not a kid's show. Uh, Trying too hard, too much sex, and then a storyline. They could probably tone some things down, and the show would still be, be good. But I will tell you one thing, Jen. This show is not canceled. It was renewed for another season. We did get confirmation of that coming down the pike. So Defiance was renewed. Yes. It was not canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are liking it. The ratings were well enough, and it's bringing, enough in, bringing in enough of an audience for advertisers that they are renewing the show. Right, and the re- the reviews I've seen reviews of the show, very very positive, and so uh, I mean I'm glad the show will be coming back next year. Yeah, I'm just sad we have to wait a whole year for it. Yeah, but I, I you know it's it's interesting this TV market. Um, maybe there is something to this smaller you know shorter seasons. You get you get variety. I mean, it right. used to be back in the day in the summertime there wouldn't be any new shows. It would all be reruns. Yeah, we've kind of developed almost a summer season per se. Uh, uh, 
precisely. I mean, we, we now have a summer season of shows, so it's a little more variety during the year. And I'm thinking that, that, that might actually be a pretty good thing. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to Under the Dome because we do have some other listener feedback about Under the Dome. And uh, if, you, if you scroll down the show notes, this is about the finale for Under the Dome, which I understand you haven't watched yet. Is that correct? I have not, but... Um, Are you okay with us talking go, about it, Miles? Go, spoil, right, we're spoil gonna away. spoil it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what people are saying about the finale. And uh, let me read Mike, and you can read Lee, and we'll just go down through. Mm-hmm. So Mike Craig says, For a second, I had to remind myself I was watching a major U.S. bow to the middle American network. Yes, we had violence. But that style or level surprised me. So cool. Something happens. <laughs> See, now you're waiting on the edge. Of, now you want now, to go home and watch it. Ab- then. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what did Lee have to say? Well, it took me a few days to get around to it. I just watched the first and, and, and ended with uh, another cliffhanger. The finale. Yeah. The fi- yeah. I get glasses. Yeah. Uh, and, and ended with uh, another cliffhanger. No, no surprises there. But I, I would have to say that the season was better than last season. That's what you've been saying, Miles. Well, I'm glad we're in agreement. Yep. But my gut, I think that they need to know, they need to wrap this this up next season, unless they have a, just a great season next year. I don't see it lasting longer than that. Lee, we're in agreement there. There are a lot of uh, haters of this show out there, and I feel that the network may uh, seal their fate soon. So one more season... And we get all the answers and don't do a, uh, a lost, please. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, it was all a dream. Right, no, don't don't pull something like that. No. And I do think, uh, I haven't been hearing a lot of hate for this show. I just haven't been watching it. Mm-hmm. And um, but, uh, Gary Mason said, Jim really is one crazy SOB. I hate cliffhangers when the shows go off for nine months. Really, really good show now. Mm-hmm. That's high praise. Uh, Neil says, bang, bang. Big Jim's silver hammer came down upon her head. Uh, will that lead to a new dome? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Do we still know what's going on with the dome? Who put the dome there? No, we don't. Who put the dome there? Who? All right. Yeah. You know, we. It's, so we don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. But. Um, well, very good. Let's talk. Let's. We, we have one more piece. We have one more piece of audio from Jen. Okay. So let's play that now, and then we'll uh, move on. We have a few other things to talk about, and then we'll wrap up the show. Okay. Hi, guys. at the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. This is Jen again. Uh, I also just want to mention a couple of other shows that I'm like, you know, one show also that I stopped watching in the middle of, you know, was uh, Dominion. That I was really kind of disappointed with. Whether it was like, been there, done that, you know, with the whole, you know, angels and demons thing going on, and yeah, the chosen one, but the storylines were kind of boring, I felt. You know, and that was another thing with Defiance and Dominion. That, you know, for me to, like, stop watching it halfway through an episode was really amazing to me. I just thought, wow, I'm, like, so bored. I'm, like, I gotta, like, you know... I just decided to stop watching because it was so boring. Especially Dominion there. And I also noticed that that stopped, uh... And playing midway, I think somehow. I mean, even Defiance was still on, so I don't know. So we'll see about that. And uh, also, the other shows I'm really looking forward to coming back, which I also forgot to mention, was uh, Ancients of Shield. You know, how could I forget about that one? The Walking Dead, and uh, Once Upon a Time as well. I also look forward to seeing how they're going to be doing the the movie Frozen, Frozen with like a live cast on the show. That should be really cool to see. I look forward to seeing, like, if they're going to say that uh, Regina is the one that put the curse on Elsa. 
And that's how, because they never really, like, explained it fully, like, how she was cursed in the movie. So I look forward to seeing how they explain that part. So we shall see. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Jen, for calling in. She brings up some good questions. Mm -hmm. I, my understanding is that Elsa was born with it. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I have to go back and rewatch Frozen for the 10th time. Have you ever seen Frozen? I, I have not. You don't have kids. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you obviously don't because you would. And mm. it does have some good music. I mean, Frozen is really a really nicely done. And there's been so many parodies of it, of the song Frozen. It's just great. I just saw one with Darth Vader. That was just, uh, it was just great. Some great stuff it brought up. But she's looking forward to Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., which now is back. Walking Dead, which doesn't come back till the end of October. At least it, that's typically when it comes back, right? Yeah, correct. Um, and Once Upon a Time, which my understanding is back again. And I think we might even have some, we might even have some feedback. We'll talk about that in a second, because I think we did get some people that did talk about. Yes, so uh, Jen actually wrote in and talked about it after it aired. Um, and she also mentioned, what else she mentioned? Uh, Dominion. So I kind of forgotten about this show. I have too. I was like, Dominion. Oh, <laughs> I like, yes. I was thinking Dominion defies Dominion. So this is the Angels and Demons show. And uh, apparently for her, the storylines, well, were just boring. Well, Matt Mather put it well. Let's see. Let's take a um, a movie that sucked and and make it a TV series. Yeah, that'll work out yeah, well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so that'll uh, still suck. And uh, uh, you know, it's a little bit surprising because you know Jen's right. She really does give shows a chance much more than I know any other listener does. Mm -hmm. um, and for her to say I'm done watching this, that's a pretty big deal. And especially, she loves supernatural stuff. And Dominion would have fit right into her vein, but this did not hold on to her. So this must have really sucked. Yeah. So uh, that's how we know. This is, uh, <laughs> you know, if it doesn't meet muster in the Jen factor, it's really bad. Right. Because she has a lot of grace. Jen is very forgiving. She's very forgiving on shows, and that, uh, that's good for her. I mean, mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't have that kind of patience nor time. But right. She does, and that's and that's fine. Well, let, so let's talk about the premiere. So it premiered the tale of two sisters. So, of course, Elsa and, um, of course, I totally forgot the other name uh, right now. But she said, I thought it was a pretty good beginning. They followed Frozen pretty well, I might say, it, even adding their parents into it a little bit. It should be interesting to see if Regina finds a writer of the book and they change it so the villains get a happy ending. So, again, if you are watching Once Upon a Time, we would love to hear your thoughts. I know there's some listeners out there. And be watching our Facebook page for some Once Upon a Time loot coming down. Oh, yes. We, we do have some to give away. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. What else do we have to talk about? Uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, Marvel. Before we do that, why don't we talk about Sleepy Hollow? Walter Bishop is on Sleepy Hollow. Are you watching Sleepy Hollow? I am not. I just do not have time for another show. Yeah, but uh, you know, I watched the, the one episode, and I thought, oh, that's interesting, but not enough for me to make time. But, of course, someone that would like Sleepy Hollow, Jen, and she just chimed in her two cents, and she said, absolutely love the show, obviously. And it's funny. The first half of this episode was kind of... Um, kind of ping for me kind of peeing me off a little because i always kind of hate it lately when they do the whole time jump thing where it was a year later for them already and we didn't get a chance to see how they got out of their predicaments but then i felt better about the episode after realizing it was john noble's character was was tricking them to and there's john noble again right tricking him in time jumping he has that habit no matter tv show he's in fringe this he's time jumping all over the place right um <laughs> And it was tricking into giving them what he wanted. 
I always love Ichabodisms, and he was able to find where Jenny was. Stuff like that. I still have to watch second episode yet. Just too much TV Monday night. Shh. You know. So she's liking it. Let us know if you're watching Sleepy Hollow. But one show you are watching, Miles? We Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. And uh, what did you think? Oh, it was a great uh, season premiere. So what happened? Fill me in since I'm not watching it. They they went back to um, towards the end of World War II, and um, I don't remember all the characters' names, but the um, the, uh, the the female lieutenant who be, sort of became Captain America's love interest in the first Captain America movie. She's leading his team, and they bust this uh, um, Hydra uh, group, and um, so it opens with that, and they have some artifacts or whatever, and uh, they play a part throughout the. Uh, Episode. Well, one of the Hydra agents, you see him at the beginning of this episode, and then you in the 1940s, and you see him present day, and he has an age today. And so um, he, uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but you, you would remember him from Dollhouse. He was one of the guys that he, he was the original chief of security for the Dollhouse, and he ended up, they put him in the attic. Um, okay. Um, so, uh, but he, he he's a. He's a Hydra agent. Um, we only saw him. We only saw him um, in the beginning and at the end. So I'm sure he'll play a, a prominent role um, later on. Um, Director Coulson is uh, doing. You know, he's sort of in command of what's left of Shield, and um, he's um, just doing what he can with running things. Um, uh, Lucy Lawless uh, made her uh, debut in this episode. Oh, nice. she, she she plays a, a, a shield agent. Um, so um, there there's a there's this uh, character um, he can absorb something and it becomes like body armor for him. Or um, so he, I don't know if there's a character called Absorbing Man in, in the Marvel universe, <laughs> but. Uh, he he was the main baddie. They were they were they were all fighting. Um, so um, very good. So yeah, this I I thought I thought it was a good op- opening. Yeah. Well, Neil chimed in. It's a nice preview of the Agent Carter series. Impressive seeing such super powered villains such as the Absorbing Man. That's what they call him. That was used. Great to see the ball and chain scene. Okay, so, so an Agent Carter series that, that might be interesting. Yeah, that would be Agent uh, Carter. Uh, right? a, a, so. If, but uh, yeah, I, I like the whole 1940s thing going back there. Well, before we wrap up, we do have to talk Big Bang mm-hmm. because there's been such hoopla of Big Bang coming back and we've had a couple episodes now. Right. So tell me about Big Bang Theory. Um, well, it, it opened uh, last week and it, it, last week, and they had two episodes. I guess they're kind of, and it was on Monday night, so they're kind of competing a little with uh, Fox's Gotham, which I'm, I'm not too sanguine about they should stay on thursday nights that's where they do well and you haven't watched gotham yet i have not watched Gotham. and yet. any of you out there we didn't get any feedback in gotham but well we'd love to hear what you guys are thinking of gotham because mm-hmm. of batman come on right but mm-hmm. let's talk big bang that's what we're here to talk about um the, the open the, the the opening opening show it was okay it was the the uh sheldon comes back to um the the, the you know the uh, the family uh, he, there was just too much change with his friends and stuff and he couldn't take it and he took a train ride and um, he gets all his stuff stolen and he has to have uh, uh, Leonard and uh, Leonard and uh, uh, Amy go pick him up in Arizona um, the the next one was better um, there was a, a where he he gets the, Sheldon gets the opportunity to teach a class and and 
watching him and, and Wallowitz uh, go at it. Uh, people who watch the show know that Sheldon thinks engineers are uh, definitely not as smart as physicists, and, and Wallowitz is an engineer, so it was fun watching them two go at it. Um, hopefully, we'll see. Hopefully, we'll see some more sci-fi references, uh, and hopefully, we'll. Um, We'll, we'll see uh, Will Wheaton back. I think we'll see, hopefully we'll see him again. And some more cameos maybe coming back. You know, so it sounds like that the show, it was missing that for you the first couple episodes. You would like to see more of these sci-fi references and stuff they've done. I would. I mean, they were pretty good, but um, I, I, I mean, I, I, I have not given up the show, given up on the show at all. Right, we just, are hearing that. It's just for you, you, you watch stronger Big Bang episodes. Yeah, mind. I'm kind of mad about these two. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am. So... Still loving Big Bang, but mm-hmm. not your favorite episode this time. These were not my favorite, no. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have, there's a lot of shows I know that we haven't talked about. A lot of movies that are people have watched we have not talked about. A lot of movies coming down the pike. We aren't going to talk about it. We're already hitting 50 minutes here in our show. And hmm. it's great. We, we loved hearing everything that you guys had to say. And in and, and Jen, of course, we heard a lot from Jen tonight. You always can lend your voice, be either commenting on our Facebook page about the shows that you're watching or by sending us an email at sci-fi diner podcast at gmail.com or just leaving us a voicemail message. And uh, our voicemail number is always in the show notes and you can check it out at sci-fi diner podcast at gmail.com. Or, excuse me, sci-fi diner podcast.com. And that'll get you or where you need to be. Um, but it was awesome just chatting with you, Miles, about what's going on in science fiction, the science fiction world right now, and hearing from you, the listeners, as you've commented on the things that you're into. Yeah, listeners, it was great to get back with you again, and uh, looking forward to doing this uh, next time. Yeah, absolutely. In two weeks. Two weeks and uh, hopefully, Em will be, will be feeling better. It'll be yeah, all absolutely. Of us. Yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe that's about it. Let's go ahead and wrap up the show. All right. Till next time, good night and good luck. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for visiting the Sci-Fi Diner. We hope you enjoyed the food, the service, and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, or tell us what you're watching or reading, flip open your communicators and contact us at 1-888-508-4343 or click the SpeakPipe link at scifidinerpodcast.com or Send an MP3 or typed email to sci-fi diner podcast at gmail.com. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash sci-fi diner. We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show. If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation, you can always throw some coins in the tip jar at sci-fi diner podcast.com. <laughs>